It's his second time through and he hasn't even taken a hit yet. He's a wizard. Do you realize how many outside systems I've gone into? How many programs I've appropriated? You were recruited by the Star League to defend... To defend the frontier against Zur and the Kodan Armada. I love the power glove. It's so bad. Just keep your power gloves off her, pal, huh? Damage report! Guidance system out. Auxiliary steering out. Defense! She won't answer the helm. What do we do? We die. You're listening to the Gamers Must Die podcast. Back from a week off last week. Thanks to Alex and her Hawaii vacation. It's all my fault. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Um, big thing this past week. Well, two big things. Uh, kind of not really related to video games, but kind of. Everybody who's interested in video games, I'm sure, cares about this. We're assuming our target demographic cares yeah, about exactly. this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, the Star Wars, first, like, real Star Wars trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess the last one was real, too. But the first good Star Wars trailer. <laughs> and uh, the first um, Batman v. Superman trailer were released. I watched them both. They were good. Well, they w- the second one was <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Batman v. Superman trailer was I. <laughs> like, who is really excited for that movie? Because basically, it just seems to me that uh, uh, is it DC is basically just trying to copy what Marvel did and make their own, you know... Um, what the fuck is the word for an ensemble ensemble superhero <laughs> movie like Justice League they're just trying to set all that up way too fast is that a setup for Justice League though? absolutely yeah totally Dawn is. of Justice especially oh. because they've got Wonder Woman thrown in there too yeah no it's a total I heard it actually takes place potentially sort of in the Nolan universe nah I don't know about that that's that what I heard fuck with things though because you have a new Batman right right yeah that's just what I heard that's, That's what just you heard. What I heard. That's where you heard from somewhere. <laughs> or it's loosely uh, associated with the Nolan universe, at least. How? Just it is. This is what you heard on the streets. That's what I read, man. Maybe they're just like basing this new Batman strongly off of um, previous Batman. Fuck my life. Thank <laughs> you for that. Uh oh. That's all right. Big mess. We're good. <laughs> ben uh, spilled his sake. He's cut off. <laughs> I hate that when you are drinking and you spill your drink. But it's like your second drink, and then everybody around you goes, oh, somebody's had too much. You're like, fuck off. I'm clumsy. I'm not. <laughs> I do this all it's the like time. It's like a reflex at this point, just like when you're uncomfortable sitting next to a stranger, and you're like, oh, the weather is nice. And then you're like, fuck, I said the weather was nice. Yeah, right? <laughs> so about, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it a little bit because I like Ben Affleck in superhero movies. I, I think. Wait, be- did you like Daredevil? Oh, yeah. You like Daredevil? Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that movie got a lot of hate. It wasn't that bad. Daredevil no, it was a wasn't good movie. bad by any stretch of the imagination, but I've never met like a fan oh, before. Yeah. I thought Ben Affleck was great in that movie. <laughs> Did you watch the director's cut? That's supposed to be... No, I keep uh, thinking about buying it like on Vudu or something because it's only like 10 bucks. But oh, like, nice. I- I've heard that it's really good like compared to the theatrical release. I've heard it's All right. way better. Well, That'd are be you- nice. Are you guys going to watch it with me? Sure. If I buy the it? director's yeah. cut? Yeah. I'll watch it, yeah. All right, let's do it. All right, we'll do that at some point. It's just kind of... It- it's it's sort of sad though because uh, Affleck was like, "Well, I, I promise, guys, I'll do a better job this time." It's like, "Fuck you, dude! You did a fine Just job." Don't listen to what people say ben on the Affleck. internet. He's always have internet. to apologize for stuff like, yeah, like recently, like the whole like covering up his uh, slave owning ancestor. What thing? Wait, the did he actually apologize for about? his slave owning ancestors? Yeah, like there was some show about like uh, find your roots or something like on PBS. Yeah, and he uh, he was in it. And he asked the the producer or something to to just omit, you know, his slave owning ancestor from from the show, and then people got all up up in arms. Oh, because he admitted the slave owning. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> celebrities don't go on those kind of shows to look bad. They do it as a PR move to look good. So, it so imagine like, being on that show trying to look good, and then you're like, oh fuck, shit. <laughs> great great grandpa was an asshole. Uh, Affleck's just always apologizing for stuff. That's just weird. Well, poor sad guy. Now all the fanboys for the DC comics. By the way, there's nothing worse, I, don't, I think, on this earth than comic fanboys and fangirls. <laughs> okay, that's like that's the fandom that you despise the most. Yes, absolutely. probably our key demo too. Because comics, no, 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 no way. Video game um, fans and comic fans are very t- are two very separate. 
I don't I think so. I think there's a lot of overlap. There's tons of overlap. Especially this day with all the superhero <laughs> movies. Yeah. It's made a lot of people pursue comics retroactively. Hold on, though. But when you say comics, you're talking like maybe the occasional graphic novel and shit. Most people who have a life don't like read like every edition of a comic, right? Do you read comics? Yes. Like every edition? I wouldn't say every edition. Which I'm comics picky. do you read? Um, right now, I'm reading three different Transformers series, um, half of New 52. It's still ongoing, so you have to keep that going. Um, I'm reading Fables. I'm like three volumes behind. Uh, okay, so <laughs> you're, I'm just going to cut you off there because it's fucked up. Yeah, it's uh, a big list. What the hell? Basically, the stories are shitty because you have different authors come in all the time, write like a, uh, you know, a series of 10 books or something and they do their own little story they take the characters in whatever direction they want and then that has to fit into the continuity of everything else and so everything's always not making sense if somebody dies or never really dead they're gonna get revived like there's just no it's just like it's not interesting or deep storytelling to me yeah i would say it depends on the writer that you're going with because like you said um a lot of writers will go on for like you know 10 volumes and then that'll be it that's the end of their arc yeah so you have to just kind of like pick and choose what you want to introduce yourself to. Right. A lot of like really um a lot of my favorite comics are just the one-offs, like the one-shots. Like you get them in one volume and they're done. Like yeah. um it'll be like a pocket universe kind of scenario or something like that. So it's like a lot of people will be like, "Oh, my favorite superhero is this person," but it's more just like my favorite superhero is this per- person specifically written by this person. <laughs> okay. See that to me to sound like sense. a giant pain in the ass to have to worry about. <laughs> it is totally a pain in the ass. It's like um, if you're new to comics, you have to find a good spot to get in ground level, which means that you might have to ask around, which is really shitty, and it makes the community inaccessible to new people. Well, that's probably good because the less people we have reading comics, the better this country will be. <laughs> I grew up. That's on, my declaration. I grew up reading my dad's like 1960s comics. It was, it was great, like all the Spider Mans and stuff. It was, really, it was awesome. Yeah. Wow. Should sell those probably. I think he's holding on to them for a rainy day. Oh, a rainy day. <laughs> Retirement. <laughs> and they're probably just all moldy and terrible right now. Oh, there is that. All right, so we've Star been talking Wars. about Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars. Going on Star Wars. I want to finish on the uh, the Superman oh. shit real quick. Number one, all the comic book fanboys who were screaming bloody murder when Ben Affleck was named as the new Batman. Fuck them. <laughs> as expected 100% expected they're all like oh my god it's amazing now blah 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 are like, they really they're all on board like I was so surprised yeah, and it, it looks way worse than his Daredevil too I mean well it's I just don't... so funny because you know they're the same people who hated on Heath Ledger being named as the Joker and then of course you know it blew them all away it's like why don't you give um, the people who are casting the shit the benefit of the doubt that they know what they're doing you know complain afterwards but you know. no, yeah, I don't care enough about actors or actresses to have a proper opinion on how they're going to perform before they perform. Right. Like when Ben Affleck was announced, I'm just like, I don't really know who that guy is. And somebody was like, oh, he was Daredevil. I'm like, oh, he did all right. And <laughs> right. that's pretty much that's where it ended for me. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, maybe if they named like, you know, Bernie Mac as the new Spider-Man, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, that seems kind of off. <laughs> Especially because I think he's dead, isn't he? I don't know. I think he's oh, super, he is I think dead. He's super dead. Is it oh. too soon? Oh, oh, man. He definitely shouldn't play Spider-Man. Then. I'm, I'm going to put a trigger warning in the headline for this for all the Bernie Mac fans. Here that <laughs> comes a Bernie Mac trigger warning. <laughs> Bernie Mac trigger warning. All those like huge Bernie Mac fans that yeah. are going to be listening to you. Mm. Anyway, uh, c- come and bring this home here. Um, for me, what I was trying to get to is that I enjoyed Man of Steel. I like kind of the grittier universe created for superman yeah and i don't like the fact that now all this goofy shit's probably going to be happening with it because they have to integrate all these other stupid superheroes you mean like ridiculously over the top stuff exactly Like you like the grittiness of like the dark knight and man of steel but you like it's entirely different from the over the topness of the avengers exactly so basically i appreciate the avengers for what it is yeah but uh, it would almost be like if Christopher Nolan had taken or if they made another Batman movie that took him in a goofy direction. Yeah. To me, it would just kind of this, it's it's not what I want out of that series. So I saw Man of Steel. I'm like, oh, I kind of like where this is going. And it wasn't like a perfect movie, but I liked where it was going. I didn't now, really understand that movie because it wasn't critically like acclaimed at all. Like It was, actually didn't get very good reviews at all like from anyone. I was excited about that movie just because I heard that it had like an actual physics team that was designing the graphics that like correlated with the action scenes. Yeah. 
So just like the super speed and stuff was portrayed really well, or just like the sonic bo- the sonic booms when he was flying and stuff like that. It was all super cool. But yeah, I, I thought th- the fight scenes were really good. I thought it was overall just a great movie, but it was just seemed like it was a critical failure. Plus, what's his face as maybe uh, all Superman movies are cursed. Michael Shannon is maybe as. Um, uh, Even he got shit from credits. I don't he know. He was what, so awesome. He was so. Why good. was that movie so like? I, okay, I will uh, say I that he understand. was a great Superman. No, 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 not no. Michael Shannon was uh, uh, Zord. Oh, you see, this is why I know fucking nothing about <laughs> actors or actresses. No. As soon as you said that, I had just assumed you were talking about the main character. No, no, no. Zod. He was Zod. 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 Yeah, yeah. Michael Shannon. Yeah, I know awesome. shit about real Michael people. Michael Shannon's <laughs> fucking amazing. Okay, so you never talk- saw the last season of uh, Boardwalk, did you? No. no. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, never saw the last two seasons. It started to suck, so I was like, "Yeah, I'm out." Um, okay, Star Wars trailer. Jesus Christ, we're not even talking about games yet. We're like, <laughs> this podcast. Star Wars trailer. That was so good. Oh my god, I just that opening shot of the Star Destroyer. It was beautiful. Background. Holy shit! I'm guessing that was on Tatooine. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, they can't introduce another desert planet. Yeah, I'm It'll not confuse people. A second desert planet, just for the hell of it. So. Oh, but it looked it looked fantastic. Like it, it reminded me of those really old school sci fi book covers mm. that people used to yeah. like paint the acrylics or something in like the nineteen eighties. Yeah, it was rad. Yeah, no, that was that was super badass. And the new Star Destroyers look pretty cool too. Yeah, I saw I saw that. Um, they even I even think they even showed that guy uh, who had the the stupid ass claymore lightsaber. And- yeah, <laughs> and he actually looked really neat. I was trying to say nice and neat, and it came out nice. <laughs> he looked really nice in this trailer. New word. <laughs> that didn't really bother me. The, the the claymore thing. I didn't really care. I thought it was pretty dumb, but it looked highly impractical. I thought that he'd like get his fingies sliced off in yeah. like ten seconds with that. Exactly. But he looked like a much cooler villain in this trailer. He himself sure. looked awesome. So yeah, that's looking good. It's funny because I totally gave up on Star Wars after the prequels. I didn't care about anything anymore. The Mark You're Hamill like, I'm not narration. See anything ever again. Yeah, but then when I heard J.J. Abrams was you know going to be in charge because I loved the Star Trek reboot. Um, I didn't like the second one, but the, the reboot um, was amazing to me. How do mm-hmm. you like Mark Hamill in, in the trailer? He's pretty, good. Oh pretty. my god! Just the shot of him just kneeling there with a the hood on, putting his hand on R two D two. Oh god! <laughs> and he he did he voiced the whole thing, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. That was so cool. Yeah, it was just his his lines from um, uh, Return of the Jedi to Leia, only he was talking to probably one of her kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good stuff. All right, let's go to video God games. God damn it. <laughs> let's go on to some gaming news. All right. I'll go ahead and take the lead here because I kind of just looked at these stories. Um Star Wars Battlefront. Speaking of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, Speaking I like how Star we're Wars. like, we need to stop talking about Star Wars. Anyways, <laughs> well, Star now we're Wars Battlefront. Well, now we're talking about a video game. So it's, all, it's totally different. Um, Star Wars Battlefront, the uh, reboot was revealed this past week. It's being made by DICE, the people who make the Battlefield games. Who, nice. back in the day, I thought that they were the, were the ones behind it all along. Because the gameplay was so similar. But they weren't. That's weird. But. Uh, who, Pandemic? I think some other company, yeah, some other company, completely different company was behind it. Yeah. Anyway, to me, it makes the most sense in Dice's hands. Um, the reboot for, for those of you who uh, I, I'm going to assume everybody's familiar with it because if you're not familiar with Battlefront, then you need to stop listening to this podcast right now. I'm going to throw it out there that I am familiar with it and I have been following <laughs> the reboot news, but I didn't actually play the original game that much. Really? Really? We're going to have to change that. Oh, man. Jared and I played the <laughs> hell out of that game. I know. The when original. I saw that we were going to be talking about this today, I was like, oh, isn't that the game that Jared is super wet for? <laughs> yeah. That we talked about during pre-order like, yeah. topic? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so this new one, it's been announced that uh, it's going to be the old trilogy only. There's no Clone Wars side of it. Oh. Uh, which... What about the Droidica? <laughs> <laughs> no Droidica. There are no match for Droidica. There are no match for Droidica. Uh, Apparently, you can't play as um, anything other than like the main two factions. So no Droidica. Yeah. But so they, they are no match for. There's Droidica. no single player campaign. <laughs> which was there a single player campaign in the original? Uh, I don't think so. But there was in the second one. There was in the second one. Okay. Um, there's no space battles like there were in the second one. Really? That was kind of fun. It was kind of fun, but it wasn't like... It was a little cheesy. It wasn't necessary. <laughs> so anyway, all these things from the previous games that are not making it into this game is, of course, expectedly... People are peeing themselves over it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, riots in the streets, chairs being thrown <laughs> through windows kind of thing. Yeah, like I was looking at gaming news for this week, and I swear to God, every other article was about this controversy over Battlefront. Um, basically, people are saying, oh, well, 
it's EA who's publishing the game. You know, they're just uh, they're saving all the stuff like the Clone Wars and space battles for the DLC. Of course, it's like the automatic response at this point. I hope that's not the case. It's but. not the case. <laughs> the developer said no. The developer basically explained, you know, listen, we're rebooting this franchise. We're taking it in our own direction. We're making it our own. Um, we decided to focus on these things. And, you know, feature creep's always a concern. And we wanted to make a good game and a solid game. And this is what we decided to focus on. Makes total sense. He said nothing was cut to be saved for DLC, which I believe because, you know, this is a brand new game, basically. It, of re- rebooting an old franchise doesn't have to include every single goddamn feature that was in the old games. And if they created like a public statement like that and it wasn't true, they'd be totally fucked. So it's like at this point, you have to take their word for it. Yeah. And, you know, if you, if you don't want to take their word for it, fine. Don't pre-order it or something, you know? Mm-hmm. So... I'm kind of excited about the focus on tactics instead of just like the random cheesy bits that were sprinkled across the old games, like the space battles. Yeah. So like playing with the team will be nice. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, this one you'll be able to play online because when Jared and I played the hell out of that game split screen. You could order teammates around, couldn't you? A little bit? A little bit. Yeah, you could actually. The best game was the first one, of course, because uh, you could play uh, in Cloud City with that hallway. That was the best map. (laughs) That was the best map Um, because... there was a, like a main hallway, like the one way you could get to the other side of the map that everybody fought in. And then you could also fly like, um, I think they had little Bespin planes. Yeah, you could fly around to you the other side. Fly around to the behind enemy lines. <laughs> Make a landing somehow. And yeah, that was <laughs> so And then so just much like fun. kind of pincer them. Yeah. Yeah, sneak in, take a bunch of bases from behind. Right. But no one ever did that. It was all about the frontal assault. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to be looking forward to playing that game uh, online with other, p- other people. Jerry, this might be a system seller for you. Xbox One. Yeah. Xbox yeah. One. We'll I see. didn't know that it was an Xbox One exclusive. No, no. It's, P- it's PC and PS4. Oh, okay. Then why are you saying Xbox One specifically to Jared? Oh, why don't I just get it for PC? I have a yeah. gaming PC. Do you like playing with a mouse and keyboard? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I stand corrected. But we can't play together. Well, I'll have to buy a PC then. I'll buy it whatever platform you get it on because I want to play with you. All right. Um, if so- they did cross-platform, that would be great though. Uh, although that. we're gonna play with all the hardcores if we play on the pc we're gonna I know. just get ruined i know because <laughs> i haven't been playing you know call of duty or whatever the games are that people are p- p- playing pc all the time you know to hone my skills for the last 20 years yeah yeah <laughs> i'm pretty awesome with mouse and keyboard thanks to counter-strike and uh team fortress classic not team fortress 2 I'm not a huge fan of that game team fortress classic <laughs> yeah i remember you used to play counter-strike a lot yeah counter-strike <laughs> i did play it oh no i am shit with mouse and keyboard when it comes to first person shooters really Mm-mm. huh it's a shame for you yeah you, i'm gonna be ruined you jump on the bandwagon <laughs> jesus yeah and jared i think you and i are in agreement an agreement that the second game was okay but the first game was really good well, the jedi i didn't like the jedi no the heroes and, and it's one thing they are bringing back from the second game are the heroes so there are going to be the hero yeah. characters which i'm not too excited about but i mean again this is a reboot they're making it their own we'll see how they do it but we need droidica as well we need a droidica dlc i swear to god we all we used <laughs> to do like is, create a petition just like we need droidica i'll pay for droidica dlc <laughs> um because all jared and i used to do is sit there and like use droidicas <laughs> and just say that line i never even <laughs> use a droidica because i sucked at using them but i would always just say the line yeah yeah we just say the line every time we saw a droidica on screen we just say that line oh y'all are so cute yeah i know right that was, that was like high school you and me was that high school <laughs> yeah jesus awesome yeah, no mush for droidica <laughs> high school and a little bit post high school yeah like oh, 2003 definitely. 2004 yeah good times uh next in news gamestop has begun a pilot program where it's buying retro game systems and games for resale. I believe that's only taking place in like a couple parts of the country right now. There are, it's like a, it's in its prototype phases. Like so there are like, program. Yeah, yeah, three um, stores that are doing it and they just have like a primary warehouse somewhere out in Texas where they're keeping all of their retro stuff. Yeah. And they're going to be selling it online. So you can't go yeah. to a, a brick and mortar store and buy these games. So it doesn't matter that it's only be taking place in a couple places. Like we can all buy it. Well, pretty much. yes. I mean, they're just trying to, to see the response they get with the pilot program. Yeah. Like, if they get a good response, then I'm imagining that all the other stores will have the SKUs available to them and they can also start taking retro games. Right. But everyone can order it like within two weeks, I think. Did they say two weeks from now? It said eight weeks, actually. Eight weeks. Yeah. Oof, misread that. Yeah. So it's going to be, what is that? May, June. Gotcha. Mid June. Um, Do you guys think this is going to drive the price up or down on old games? Up, up. Because they currently have like some like pseudo collectory games that they're already keeping at like a higher price than 
they really they're they're intentionally setting the price higher than its age because of how collectible it is. Like when we were talking about Ocarina of Time, right. if that game were like any other Nintendo title, that would be like twenty dollars right now, but it's set at like forty five, yeah. which is actually higher than the original release price. So I'm thinking they'll just use this as a way to sort of like jump into the higher price range. The thing is, I'm gonna, I'm wondering how their supply is actually going to be because now with eBay and Craigslist, Amazon, people can people know the value of their retro games, especially. So, are you going to see the good titles, like the good old RPGs, on there for sale? And if you do, are they going to just be priced basically equivalent to Amazon? So, to me, it doesn't make really any difference. The one thing I saw though in the story is that. Um, they will be checking the status of the batteries on the old cartridges and replacing them. Oh, that's nice. That's so going to be awesome. So that's kind of cool. I think that this program in general is going to be kind of a shit show, though. Like, not a good move on GameStop's part. Because the retro gaming thing, I mean, like, your best buyers are going to be collectors, right? And they specifically state that they have no guarantee of the condition of the merchandise. Right, There's right. no guarantee that there's going to be boxes or pamphlets or that it won't have scratches or anything like that. So... What incentive is there for the collectors that want to buy these things to buy them through GameStop instead of through a different medium? Right. You know, I just recently went on, a, I talked about it a couple weeks ago, a little kick of buying some old Dreamcast games to play. Um, and I got them from two different sites. I think the two biggest used game sites, uh, Lukey Games and JJ Games. I had a good experience with both sites. And uh, I think it was JJ Games, maybe it's both of them, basically show you the condition of the specific one you're ordering. So it'll tell you if it has a case. It'll tell you the condition of the case, the manual, the, you know, the game. See, that's fantastic. And that right. format suits other companies really well. Right. So, yeah, I, I, to me, this doesn't seem like a good fit for GameStop. I, I also see that I feel like retro gaming uh, now, 10 years ago, it was different. Everybody kind of wanted to play the old games. Now it's more of a collector thing. Right. You know, yeah. It's not. It's not people want to go experience those games. If they really want to experience the games, you download it at ROM and you play it on an emulator. <laughs> exactly. I mean, or you so. can just get it off the market because a lot of companies are just releasing their old games on new consoles. So. Right. Exactly. A lot, lot of you know, like virtual console and stuff like that. So it's uh, not really that big of a deal. We'll see how it goes. It'll be interesting to see if it works for them. Yeah. Uh, next bit of news, kind of related to what we talked about a few weeks ago. Um, the next Guitar Hero game has been announced on the heels of the Rock Band 4 announcement. Yeah. So this is kind of what we were talking about saying. <laughs> I think we, think we said something like, well, Rock Band 4, maybe it'll work because it won't be competing with Guitar Hero. <laughs> yeah. So it won't fracture the market. I imagine them just having like this Goku-Vegeta relationship <laughs> where the, one of them does something and the other one's like, I have to do that too. Yeah. I think Harmonix, which uh, does Rock Band, I believe, mm. is yeah. the original maker of uh, Guitar Hero as well. Oh, oh, and then they, they somebody bought them out. and Yeah, so now it's a rival company. But gotcha. It used to be the same. <laughs> okay, so there, there are some differences, though. So it might not be... To me, this was... When I read this, this was bad news. Because if I wanted to play one of them again and not have to worry about, you know... Yeah, because the guitars are not... You, you can't cross them. Yeah, so the new the new Guitar Hero is going to have new guitars. Yep. It's not going to be backwards compatible with old guitars. Rock Band will be backwards compatible with everything from the I past. was surprised to read that. Yeah. Pleasantly um, I think, surprised. I think That's a really nice right. move. Yeah. yeah. Um, Guitar Hero will not have uh, additional instruments. So just have guitars. Um, that might be the differentiating factor here because people just like the guitar side of things. If they have a cooler guitar that's more fun to play, that might be their niche. Rather I didn't than... read anything about the new guitar except that it has an extra button. Yeah, though. something like that. So yeah. I, I don't know how cool that is. Yeah, but who wants to learn a new guitar after you've been playing that game for so long? Well, it's been... Like 2008 was the last time one of these games was released, right? 2010. 10? Yep. Okay, so not as long as I thought, but it's been a while, you know? Also, the DLC isn't going to carry over at all right. for and Guitar rock, Hero, which it is Hero, with yeah. Rock Band. Right, so that's the other big difference. That's to me, is pretty big. Um, but again, I feel like Guitar Hero might be going after a new subset of people, people who are just getting into the genre. Yeah, I don't know how well they're going to do. I don't... I'm yeah. kind of rooting for Rock Band at this point, just because they had all those little like the little tidbits that they threw to their fans, like you can keep your DLC, you can keep your old instruments, yeah, come yeah. play with us, right? And again, I, th I think Rock Band will probably win because it's more universal and people know it. I actually just bought like every single piece of DLC or sequel or any any title for Rock Band and Guitar Hero that exists for uh, PlayStation Two. <laughs> really? <laughs> off of JJ Games. Off of JJ Games. Nice. 
Oh, I also read that um, Guitar Hero Live is going to have like actual footage of audiences instead of like the CG like uh, representation of yourself. Yeah, up I on saw stage. I saw a picture of that. It looks and pretty cool. I don't I don't know about Does that. It look cool. It sounds lame. It sounds it seems lame to me. I don't want to be like playing my game and have like all these sweaty people smiling and dancing in front of me like actual people. people. Yeah, that sounds like a like a 1995 like arcade game with like footage <laughs> of real people. Like the, I thought it looked cool at least. Yeah. <laughs> um. Final bit of news: uh, a new Overlord game was announced and detailed. This yep, past yep. Week. Overlord Fellowship of Evil. Uh, the script for the game is going to be written has been written by the writer of the original game, and this one features uh, four player local local and online co op. Yep. Um, so the POV has been um, wait. Yeah, what? POV. Yeah. Sorry, my brain totally just freaked out for a second there. I was like, that's not what it's called. But it is what it's called. The <laughs> POV like has seizure. been... She's <laughs> I don't know. I'm feeling weird today. Um, yeah, me too. The point of view has changed. <laughs> it's no longer sort here. of like over-the-shoulder <laughs> third person. It's more of like an isometric RPG kind of dealio. Yeah. So when I was looking at gameplay, it actually looks a lot more like you're kind of like Diablo 3 kind of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, let me see here. Oh, a lot of people are up in arms, <laughs> naturally, while we're talking about like gamers bitching about everything. Um, people are already complaining about the new Overlord. It's, it was announced like a couple of days ago. Yeah. And people are just like, oh, here we go again. Codemasters, like Codemasters is the company that created this game. They're like, Codemasters is ruining another amazing series. What? And I was like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? So I went and did research on Codemasters. Codemasters only like real original title was the original Overlord. So can you call like one game a series? Also, the only other things that they did were like really shitty racing knockoffs and like Cake Mania. Oh, so okay. <laughs> people are just like people are just like, wow, Codemasters has really just fallen in my eyes. This game, I don't know about this game. I'm like, how high were they in your like? <laughs> yeah. How high an opinion did you, you go to have? He- of go them to bed previously? at night praying to Codemaster. They're like, please make more Cake Mania. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but anyways, yeah, the new Overlord game actually looks pretty neat. I'm excited because I just love playing as stereotypical villains in video games. Mm-hmm. So like being the bad guy is always really fun for me. That's a really good segue into our next segment. Uh, stereotypical villains, because that's going to be our top three <laughs> list of the week. However, I want to keep talking about this for a second. Jared, you were a big fan of Overlord 1 and 2. Was I? Yes, I was. You played them on my couch. I didn't actually play the games. I kind of absorbed them through Jared. At least one of them, the first one, maybe. Wait, one and two? I thought there was only just the one that was released for 360. I think there was a second one. There was DLC that was released. I think there was a second one. I believe I owned them both. Oh, damn. I didn't see the second one. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're kind of fun. I mean... They're not like amazing games. You have little minions you have to, like, of different sorts, and you have to, like, make them go do random shit. It's got, like, some RTS elements, right? It kind of looked like Uh, Fable... If you just focus yeah. on the evil stuff and you had some minions to order around. Gotcha. I heard that like the morality scale was like from evil to super evil. <laughs> <laughs> There's like tons of fucking like puzzles you have to solve, which I did not love, but they were easy enough. I could at least figure them out. Okay. <laughs> it, was a, it was a good game. Not a great game, but good. Worth playing. The reason I'd be interested in it is for the local co-op because that'd be kind of fun. I like local co-op games like that. Yeah, so. totally. The new characters seem pretty interesting too. We've got like a nice little lineup of your uh the really important video game archetypes like you've got like your elf archer and your necromancer nice. and your dwarf warrior and your human warrior so i don't know how the hell that game would work with co-op that sounds weird to me well like, again think diablo 3 yeah it, just, it, it must just be down like so so different now it probably is yeah but i mean i stand corrected with the serious thing though i didn't know they had a second one <laughs> yeah yeah now um, I feel like a dick, but I still think that's ridiculous given that they were just like cake mania yeah well uh, the thing is is that it doesn't matter if, if there's a game developer, people online are going to hate it for one reason or another. You know, there's there's no they're going to complain about whatever they do because people would complain if it was the same gameplay. They complain, oh, there's more of the same, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Different <laughs> gameplay. Oh, they changed up the game. They're ruining everything. You know, you're never going to please everybody. And really, frankly, the, it doesn't really matter what you do. It's going to seem like the majority always hates it online. Okay. I don't know if the majority does or if it's, it's just a vocal, the vocal shitty minority, the vocal shitty people. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to segue now. You did a better segue before. <laughs> we're going to go into this week's top three list of the week. Gamers must die. Top three list of the week. G- Gamers must 
die. Top three list. Top three list. Top three list of the week. Die, die, die. The top three list of the week. Oh shit! Every time I play this intro, I feel like I need to do the disclaimer. That I made it sound like a radio cheesy intro. Because <laughs> I was thinking, man, we're doing a top three list on this show. It's really cool because I actually like lists, but it's you know the cliche that lists are just the lowest common denominator thing you can do. Yeah, it's all right. They're kind of fun. Um, this week's list, Jared's idea, uh, top three favorite stereotypical villains from video games. Yeah. So. Uh, I guess, Jared, it was your idea, so let's have you start. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start with Dr. Robotnik. I mean, the dude's just like a stereotypical, like, mad scientist, just experimenting on fucking fluffy bunnies and stuff. and Yeah. <laughs> driving around in this huge, like, weird capsule thing with this weird scientist mustache. I don't know. He is super stereotypical. <laughs> he fits in, like, that same niche as, like, Dr. Wily. They're just like, eh, going to rule the world. Yeah. Got these robots. I, I don't know. I think that they need to do a reboot of Sonic where um, he's like actually evil. And so, you know, like when you, you know how in the old Sonic <laughs> games, when you bounce on the robots, like little bunnies and shit hop out. Yeah. <laughs> I think instead that like a, the animals should be more tightly integrated in the little robot bodies. And, you know, you bounce on a robot and this fucking bloody bunny is just scattered everywhere. <laughs> yeah. The pieces shatter. <laughs> you know, I, I think that like, I do- really just want to see like my childhood and like just like twisted into a much more fucked up version of itself exactly i mean they've already <laughs> tried everything they possibly can with sonic to try and make it relevant and revive it they might as well go the typical dark and gritty path i would totally <laughs> play that game did you ever see the gritty uh cartoon for sonic no wait gritty cartoon yeah they had like two they had sonic and tails then they had like sonic adventures or something it was actually like, gritty or just kind of it was a little that. dark okay Compared to the other one, where they just end every episode eating chili dogs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tails, that was a fun adventure. Let's have some chili dogs. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, what do you got next? Uh, I'm going to go for Archimond from uh, Warcraft 3. Dude, like, dec- like decimated the city like with magic. He <laughs> sets a precedent for, like, stereotypical demon lord kind of thing. Okay, so he- he's the main demon lord in Warcraft 3, is that right? He's, he's yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Sar- Sargeras is, but, I think. But Archimonde's kind of like the guy He's the only one who has Archimonde actually shown. Archimonde is the only shown. one who's actually in the game. Right, okay. Sargeras is just like an old god kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, actually, he's like a little bit beneath the actual old gods of the world, but it, Sar- um, Archimonde is actually pretty low-ranking in like, power when it comes to the primary antagonist of Warcraft. But He was just on the front lines. Yeah, he was on the front so lines of Warcraft 3, right. primary villain of Warcraft 3. Okay. I would have gone for something in WoW, but I don't know. I don't, I don't like to go for stuff from MMOs. Yeah, that lore eventually gets so complex and weird. That I'm just going to simplify it a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, what's your third one? Uh, I'm going to go for Balzac. Balzac from yep. uh, Dragon Warrior Dragon 4. Dragon Warrior 4, Balzac. Nice. It's my namesake. <laughs> it's the handle you go by online. Yeah, that's my online handle. Which always gets most... reduced to Balzac because people are fucking <laughs> retarded. I'm the most popular Balzac on the internet, by the way, everyone. I don't know. If, if you Google Balzac, you'll, I'll probably show up. Yeah. Because I'm the best. I mean, uh, Dragon Warrior first, Jared second. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was pretty evil. I mean, uh, what did he do? He he was like the protege of like that Kilion king, right? And then he stole the secret of evolution from the twin sister's uh, father and then killed him. Yeah. Do you fight him once and lose? It's one of those battles you have to lose. You fight him the first time and you. You you win every time you fight him. You you fight Kilion once and and lose. Okay, but you fight Balzac multiple times. Twice. Okay, cool. I'm yeah, gonna he, say I don't think that it's stupid that people immediately associate that with Balzac if they're not like familiar with the series. Because <laughs> when I first heard you tell me your screen name, I was I thought that it was like a really immature play on words, and that it was really? just one of those things that you had just invented when you were like six. No, it's funny because he used that handle when we were like 14, mm-hmm. you know, in high school and stuff. No one ever said anything. And I, it never <laughs> even occurred to me that it was ball sack. I'm serious. And me then, neither. And then our, when our game You guys got, were too close to see it. I just thought it was a cool name. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I found, I found, especially online, everybody's thoughts go to something phallic. It's B A L Z A C K. Z A. It's French. Like, here, here's an example. Look I how swear to God. She is. She's giggling. I can't help it. <laughs> okay. It's because, like, you guys are too close to see it. It's like I used to know this guy 
His last name was Rash, and his parents named him Richard. I'm like, why would you ever do that to a child? Richard Rash. What? Sounds like Dick Rash. Name. Oh, Dick. R- okay. All right. I got gotcha. you. See, my mind just doesn't go there. <laughs> I'm just, I, I just don't think about penises all the time. Maybe I do. Maybe, Maybe you do. Well, you have an excuse to, though. <laughs> I used to know a Richard Dubay in high school. We call him Dick Toupe. <laughs> <laughs> That That's is brutal. great. Oh, man. I wouldn't be mad if I was him. I'd be, oh, man, he got me. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was, okay. was going to say that um, in my game, uh, I swear to God, players think that I've hidden penises all over the game. Like, oh, this room is shaped like a penis. Or, oh, that graphic looks like a penis. Like, they think, oh, yeah. I, they think they've intentionally done this. And I totally haven't. Like, they just see penises in everything. So... You know, to me, it's just like... Maybe you just unintentionally want to put your penis in everything. Maybe. That's what it is. I, I just don't have that gene or whatever the hell it is to be able to, <laughs> to like think about, oh, look at that uh, arrangement of objects over there. That looks like a penis. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's not, like in the, that movie. Uh, oh, super bad. Super bad. He's, he's, he's drawing <laughs> pictures. Drawing of, dicks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that was one of those kids just drew dicks all the time. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> exactly. Uh, His drawings were amazing. That was a great, great uh, bit. Um, okay, Alex, let's move on to you. <laughs> Top okay. three stereotypical villains of all time. Okay, so I tried to tackle um, different stereotypes within stereotypes because there are so many different villain stereotypes. Um, so I'm going to start with um, creepy religious villain stereotype. And there's plenty to choose from just between like uh, like Outlast and Amnesia. I went with um, Dahlia Gillespie from Silent Hill. Just because she's like that first domino that fucks up all the other dominoes after her. So she's like, <laughs> so explain her role. Just uh, is it spoilery to explain her role, or and no, not really. She's because right. she's like the she is like the premise for the entire okay. series, pretty much. It's just that she's this crazy lady that lives in Silent Hill, and she starts this cult, and this like incredibly like murderous, kidnappy, rapey, experimentally cult. Mm-hmm. And every shitty thing that happens in each of those games pretty much like directly linked to her. Yeah. So she is like a good example of just like a crazy religious person um, villain. My number two was uh, Shao Kahn because he's just like straight up <laughs> classic evil. Yeah, he is. <laughs> like last name Khan too. And he is very much so like Genghis Khan. He's, he's just like <laughs> the total conqueror. He's all about just like raping ladies and killing people and taking slaves and just like that's his deal if you go to like his mortal Kombat wiki page um (laughs) it it just describes him as the embodiment of evil nice say what you will about shao khan you know where he stands (laughs) (laughs) i respect him he's just being true to himself like not he can't deny his nature yeah to kidnap ladies and like suck the souls out of people nice your soul is mine <laughs> that was shang Tsung, right shang Tsung is like his apprentice oh yeah. was it he, Damn it. he was also but shang Tsung was the boss of mortal kombat one mm-hmm. really oh i thought they were the same nope and then mortal kombat 2 is when oh yeah shao Kahn was like Im- like implied or something in are mortal you sure kombat he wasn't shao Kahn in the movie though no really Damn it. We're going to have to watch it again. It's the only solution. Mortal Kombat movie? Yeah. But he, he By wasn't... the way, did you own that soundtrack when you were younger? Oh, fuck yeah. I swear to God, every single person owned that soundtrack. <laughs> that was a great soundtrack. <laughs> I don't even like techno when I like that fucking soundtrack. <laughs> oh, man. No, I love video games when I was tiny. I love martial arts movies. So I watched the Mortal Kombat mm. movie like countless times. Nice. That was a good movie. Um, My number, my third one is um Moloch the Glucon from Abe's Odyssey. Just because he is the most like stereotypical like big business villain yeah, that I've nice. ever seen in video games, because like his entire character is like he's um, a CEO of a company. He smokes stogies constantly. Um, he kills endangered animals. He enslaves native populations and gets them like addicted to substances so they'll continue to work for him <laughs> in like a subservient fashion. And like it's just he's like the embodiment of just like what people hate when they say that like, corporate America, like he is corporate America. Yeah. Doesn't it's- sound villainous at all to me. <laughs> I, I'd be, I'd be all for all that. Oh no. I love like enslaving <laughs> native populations and like killing baby animals. It's what I do on the weekends. You I know, see. Like- there's no issue with that. <laughs> uh, well I have two, maybe I'll think of a third one by the time I get there. Um, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my number one would be Ozzy from Chrono Trigger, who is, uh, 
a basically kind of the second in command of Magus, one of the main bad guys in the game at one point. Um, he's one of those JRPG um, second in command bosses, kind of like Balzac, that you fight <laughs> multiple times. You see him multiple times, and eventually, finally, you fight him for real. And he's just like pure evil and like, ha, 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 fuck you. I'm going to kill you. And, you know. Classic he, evil. He's just constantly confounded by the fact that you're able to beat him. <laughs> <laughs> like, how were you able to get past this? And, he just know. doesn't internalize that the next time you see him. He's like, well, I can totally destroy you this time. Right. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. Ozzy. Um, he's, a, he's a pretty funny character. <laughs> and next up, I would say um, Sylvanas Windrunner, who turns into... Uh, She's called she's still called Sylvanas. The Banshee. Yeah, Sylvanas Windrunner. She okay. was the Banshee Queen. Yeah. So um Blizzard has done this in both their major franchises, but a lot of franchises do this where a female character who is good gets captured and uh turns evil. Like gets turned into basically one of the bad guys somehow. Like it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. So She's kind of like my representation of that. I, I like her character. She's pretty awesome. She yeah. became like pretty gray. Um, oh, no, she did. Yeah. And, and a lot of them do. They eventually kind of break. And so does Sarah Kerrigan. Yeah, they like yeah. pseudo break the spell and yeah. cast over them or some shit like exactly, that. Exactly, right. Just right. because they're like a fan favorite. So everyone like wants to play as her eventually or just like have her continue to be a part of the series and so they right. have to develop her. You know, I haven't, I haven't touched that game since Cataclysm. I, I wonder what she's actually been up to in the last two expansions. <laughs> I don't know. Some crazy stuff. She's got like these Valkyries that she's using to resurrect the dead now. Or just, I don't know. Well, that was in Cataclysm, I think. That was Cataclysm? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I didn't ever get on a Ms. Pandaria. Never mind. Yeah. I guess we'll never know. We will never know. <laughs> <laughs> Who's vol- who will volunteer to go back to that game and find out? We're, we're oh, willing, not it. willingly ignorant. No, thank you. Okay. Um, and number three, you know, I couldn't think of a really good... To me, it's it's just the typical Japanese villain, like kind of the kind of villains that are in like Resident Evil, who are just like stupid asshole evil people for no reason. Like their motivations are totally like stupid, like money or something stupid. Yeah, they're just like crazy narcissistic, and they're just like it's because I am the supreme being. Yeah, you know. So <laughs> I couldn't think of a name, um, but Resident Evil has a lot of those kinds of villains, where it's just somebody who just was in it for the money. Right, just super evil for no good reason. I almost put that creepy shithead from Resident Evil 4 on my list. Oh, which one is that? Um, He was like the little midgety guy that lived on the island. And I, don't, I mean, I played that game all the way through, but I don't remember. The little creepy like kid dude with the silver hair? Nope. Not ringing Am a I bell. thinking of the wrong Resident Evil? I don't know. I don't know. Damn. <laughs> okay, so that's, I guess that's my three, so... Um, let's go ahead and move on to our next segment. What you been playing, bro? What, what you been playing, bro? What, what you been playing, bro? What, what you been playing, bro? What you been playing, bro? So, in this segment, we're going to talk about what we've been playing lately briefly and all that. So, Alex, what have you been playing lately? Okay, so I spent a lot of time on um, a couple of airplanes in the past couple weeks. So uh, I played a lot of Link Between Worlds. For the 3DS? Yeah. Okay. It was great fun. I read some great reviews for it before I started playing. And um, a lot of people were saying that it was like very throwbacky to old gameplay. And like the design was very old school. And it was. It was really true to like the sort of original Zelda feel. Yeah. Like um even like everything down to like the boss design and like the silly NPC dialogue. It was really nice. So cool. if you were a fan of like um the old more eight bit Zelda games, get in on it because it's good stuff. Well, really, it's the sixteen bit Zelda games. I think. Yeah, sixteen bit. Yeah. Uh, my brother is one of those people who replays um Link to the Past like once every few years. Mm-hmm. And so you know he called me up when he played that game he was like you have to get this it's amazing so it's on my to-do list i need to replay link to the past first because it's like a direct sequel right yeah okay yeah um what's your other game you've been playing um i've been playing a phone game a surprisingly good phone game but maybe i'm very biased because i love the source <laughs> material but i've been playing attack the light mm-hmm. it's um a game based off of a cartoon called steven universe but the game okay. itself is very sort of mario rpg where oh. it's like turn-based, but it has these like uh, timing elements to it. Like you'll get a critical hit if you uh, like get the meter within like this red spot and stuff like that. So right. it keeps you engaged while you're battling the enemies. Yeah. 
And um, it's like short, sweet, three bucks. Spent like five hours on it. I'm like, ah, that was good. So, cool. so it's a Sweet. short game, but it's a good complete package. Yeah, totally. I 100%ed it. Nice. I don't know if I've ever like 100%ed a game before because I'm not really an achievement hunter. Uh-huh. I'll go through and like play a game a couple of times, but I'm not doing it to like find every tiny Easter egg. Right. Unless I'm playing an Elder Scrolls game and I'm trying to find literally every book in the game. <laughs> but um, Attack of the Light, yeah, 100%ed it. Went back to like all the little hidden levels and just like challenge levels and shit like that. It's good stuff. What do you Sweet. have? A uh, iPhone, Android phone? I've got an iPhone. iPhone. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I think it's available for Android as well. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I have an iPhone too. So I guess we're we're really iPhone biased on this show. <laughs> All the Android fans. <laughs> Fuck you, you iPhone. <laughs> I have an Android tablet. <laughs> oh. Oh shit, Jared. Okay. I know. If it levels the playing field a little bit, I want an Android. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care either way. <laughs> I hate fanboys for those companies so much. Okay. Uh, well, my downtime's mostly been spent in anime, uh, but uh, I, st- I started playing a little more Sins of the Solar Empire Rebellion. Uh, cool. Vanilla. But then I was like, fuck vanilla. So I decided to download a new, um, it's not new, but a Star Trek mod for it called Star Trek Armada 3, I believe. And crashed, and it's not really that great. <laughs> Yeah, but then uh, since I was sort of on a 4x kick, I I downloaded something that was on like a last weekend. It was on sale for 80 percent called Endless Worlds, I believe. Have you heard of that game? No, I don't think I have. Maybe I don't know. It's an indie title, and I got it for like six bucks when it was 80 percent off. Um, it's quite. There's a lot of you know, micromanaging uh, planets and you know colonizing other planets and fighting other empires and stuff. And and it's good. It gets a little. It's good for about six hours. Is it worth six bucks? Yeah, yeah. I'd say it was. It was a dollar an hour. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay <laughs> what the asking price is. I don't know what the asking. Well, eighty percent off, six bucks. Yeah. So what? Thirty. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm no math major. It's true. <laughs> Sounds like games have been pretty meh for you for the past week. Yeah. Your poor failed mod. Well, there's another Star Trek mod that's actually really good called... By the uh, way, you were right. It was 30. Oh, was I? Yeah. Ha! Ha! <laughs> <laughs> called Sacrifice of Angels 2, which is a weird name for a Star Trek mod, but it's super good. <laughs> and that does not crash. All right. <laughs> randomly. So if you're going to play a Star, Star Trek... Star Trek mod for Sins. For Sins, okay. yeah. And also, Sacrifice of Angels 2 has a version for every single... For, like... Uh, expansion of sins original entrenchment diplomacy and rebellion so yeah i'm not really into modding games but i know you are so you gotta try the if, star if, trek mod man if you're, if you're really vouching good. for it it must be good <laughs> so if you're into modding games check that out um my big game i'm playing a lot is uh xenoblade chronicles 3d uh this is uh a 3ds not even a remake just a port of um a JRPG from the Wii from 2010, 2011. Um, it was this game that this big fan movement was made to bring it over here from uh, Japan and Europe to the US. And uh, it was kind of hailed as a great RPG at the time. And now it's on 3DS. Uh, the reviews kind of said, a lot of the reviews were written by people who had played the Wii version. And then they were kind of like, man, playing this on a small screen kind of sucks. <laughs> but I didn't have that comparison. Um, and so to me, Love it. I can't believe how good it is. I cannot believe this oh. game was on the Wii. Awesome. I am shocked. I am <laughs> You're shocked. just like that something this beautiful came from the Wii. <laughs> no, it's amazing. The art direct, like, it's it's a truly epic JRPG. Like, it, it uh, it's hard to explain, but it feels fresh. You know, it, there's a lot of the old, you know, JRPG tropes in there and whatnot, but it feels fresh and it feels different and... Um, Sweet. So I highly recommend it to anybody who owns a 3DS. Uh, or sorry, a new th- you have to have the new 3DS to play. Oh, it. so I'm balls. sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's lame. Yeah. So it's, it's the first new 3DS exclusive, and you can see why. I mean, I can't believe that it was a Wii game, much less a 3DS game. I mean, it's it's the scale of it is just amazing. Uh, the general premise is that there's these two uh, giant titans fighting for you know the longest time, thousands and thousands of years. And eventually they both struck like a mortal blow and they kind of froze in place. And then these civilizations sprung up on top of them. Like, oh, 
cool. Yeah. And so like so there are like cities like up on top of their heads and like on yeah. their shoulders and stuff like that. Right. Right. So like you start like in the city that's on like the foot of one of them called the Bionis. <laughs> and you kind of work your way up the leg and this kind of it's, it's so cool. It looks so good because like if you look um, like and it's the scale is it's like it's like MMO scale. Yeah. So like if you look up, you can actually see, see these giant ass like Titans like locked in this. Yeah. It, it's so cool. Um, the characters are great. Um, the story is it's nothing amazing, but it's it's really good and it's engaging. And uh, uh, most importantly, the gameplay is super fun. Um, it's kind of like it's kind of like an MMO battle system, kind of like Final Fantasy Twelve was. Does it do kind of like the auto attack thing, or it does? But you then do uh, you know you hit your a global cooldown cooldowns. Yeah, your cooldown moves. It also has some you know events where you have to press a button um, to hit. You know, the timing, oh, so it's right. got like quick times quick when times. you like initiate like special attacks and right. stuff like and that. And they're not annoying. They're totally, they just totally are engaging. Um, yeah. And each character, like I, I've played, like there's seven characters you get in your party and um, you don't play as just like you, you can cycle through them. And I, I have ended up cycling through all of them. They're all different. So anyway, um, it's kind of like Final Fantasy XII's battle system. If that system hadn't sucked. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't like Final <laughs> Fantasy XII. Um, I couldn't get into that at all. So anyway, uh, I mean, it's so good that I think I'm going to buy it for Wii just so I can lend it to Jared to play it because he has. I have to talk to somebody else about this. <laughs> for the Wii uh, original? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's Okay. Like, I'm going to find a copy. I was like, I won't argue with that. So we have a Wii sitting right over there I can I play I know. On. That's what I'm saying is I'm going to buy it so you play it so I can talk to How you How much it. is it? Like 80 bucks? So, no, I think I can get it for like 60. Anyway. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> After all these years. Christ. Yeah, right? Anyway, uh, if you own a new 3DS, uh, you need to buy this game. And you, and you like JRPGs, this is this is the game for you. Sweet. The only complaint you might have about it is if you are not a fan of uh, MMO-style quests, kill this number of this, go deliver this to that, find this object, that the game is chock full of those optional side quests, which I personally enjoy. Yeah, I like them too. Because they give you something to do while you're like grinding. As, like as many as like an MMO would have? Yes, absolutely. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, That's a lot of bang for your buck. <laughs> No, there's a lot to do, and it's it's all fun. Is the thing the game's so fun to play. Um, so, but if you're not a fan of that, then it might not be the game for you. And also the small screen thing, which is I almost didn't buy it right away because I read a lot of reviews saying the small screen was a problem. Um, I didn't play. I didn't like Chrono Trigger for the DS that remake because the text was too small. I and I just couldn't play it. Mm-hmm. Not, and I have perfect eyesight. It was just too small for me. But this, people were saying it's too small, and it didn't bother me. Like the first twenty minutes, I'm like, oh, it's a little small, and then after that, totally cool. So well, I'm guessing they properly formatted it as much as they could for yes. 3ds. So that's nice, right? So it, it's, uh, yeah, I recommend it. Okay, well, I think we've talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah, we have. So meh, meh, some stuff, some stuff, <laughs> couple things, couple <laughs> things here and there. Not impressed. <laughs> Shh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's uh, time to say thank you for listening. And uh, we'll be back next week with another new episode and some more uh, meh stuff to talk about for Alex. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Take care, guys. (laughs) See ya.